We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. Today, talking pro wrestling. Make sure you guys check out our boxing show from the other day, too. That was really fun. Tons of content in there. And really, we're gearing up for a crazy three, four-week run in combat sports. Starting next week here in Vegas, Spence Crawford, pay-per-view week in boxing. But we also have UFC 291 already. I feel like we just had 290. Yeah. So 291 already going down the same weekend. WWE and, well, not so much AEW. AEW we're talking today, but WWE is in the home stretch for SummerSlam. So plenty to talk about. And Great American there as Bash. Well. Oh, and Great American Bash. Great American Bash is next Sunday. Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So it's just everything. Everything is heating up in pro wrestling. So that's why today I was like, you know what? We're going to just dedicate the whole show pro wrestling. Let's dive in. AEW had blood and guts that passed this past Wednesday. We'll talk about that card, four matches. We'll talk about everything else going on in AEW because Collision had some really good matches as well this past weekend, even though I'm sure I'm one of many people who don't watch it live. But I went back and watched it, and uh, that was one hell of a show in its own right. So we'll talk about the world of AEW, WWE, they did what I suggested. Shout out to everyone who hit me up on social media. The hot takes are flowing. Dre came back from vacation. The hot takes are taken. They have hit another level. This is, if you need to know, like there's like benchmarks in the podcast. When I finally took a real vacation, like Kel post vacation hot takes, it's a whole different world. Someone told me on Twitter, the take was so good, I should be able to bring back to DC's for no, no. We they ain't doing said it's that good. Look, broken clock is right twice a day. You ain't getting no DCs <laughs> back. That shit is not happening. I don't give a fuck what you do. Oh, man. So we got to talk about NXT. We got to talk about Dom Dom, Mommy, the whole crew. <laughs> Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom. We got to talk about that whole crew. Everything going down on the main roster, WWE. One thing I get, we got to just address that I want to talk to you about. We've reached the point of... Roman Reigns' disrespect, that is just ridiculous. 
What do you mean? All on social media, and we dive in now or later on this. Go ahead, but, let's do it now. Why? Why not? So I watched Blood and Guts. I watched Collision. I watched all this, and again, AEW is great. I think the current AEW product and AEW as a company um, comes with a lot of hyperbole from a lot of people, but I think they do stuff extremely well, and there are people in the company rolling on a level that's insane for any genre of wrestling whether it's 90s 2000s today people are doing really well character wise in ring wise i think you got to give those people credit danielson taking his game to i guess the same level but in a different company but just how good he is now as a heel as well moxley's just been so good kenny omega remains one of the best in the world and now people are saying mjf even though i I swear, two weeks ago, we talked about this run being very mediocre. Mm-hmm. They've been able to turn it around and got people intrigued. Yes. Now, people are saying MJF, top four wrestler in the world. No. And his in-ring has been very good. It has been. Very good. But they're putting him in that. And I saw a tweet that was like, yeah, best four wrestlers, Omega, Danielson, MJF. And they might have put like, okay. And then specifically, they did a line break next line was Roman Reigns is under all of that. Now, I understand people have preferences. People prefer AEW. Some people prefer WWE. I also saw a ridiculous poll of like wrestler of the year. And every year, every week they like eliminated someone. And then now it's between Roman Reigns and Gunther, but everybody else is AEW new Japan talent. And I was just like, yeah, they're, they're great. But I was like, everyone else except for them got bounced? I was like, okay, this is a WWE fan poll. So I understand people have their preferences. But objectively speaking, you can't say Roman Reigns isn't one of the top three wrestlers in the world right now. You can. If you're talking about just being a wrestler? No, not wrestling as a whole. Not in-ring, not bell-to-bell, not five-star classics. Because I maintain people like... They want pro wrestling. Well, pro wrestling's always been about character arcs. It's always been about stories. Now, does it have to be full sports entertainment where the in-ring sucks? No. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about professional wrestling. As a, Like, the reason people love Flair and Dusty and all those, they had stories. They had character arcs. They made you care. They were great pro wrestlers. Matches, promos, everything. Roman Reigns is of that level. He's reaching a level where people will be talking about this bloodline story arc 50 years from now. AEW puts on a five-star match every other week. Those are going to get lost way before the bloodline thing. Like, and, and neither will be lost, but the bloodline story and Roman Reigns will be talked about before anything Kenny Omega has ever done. Is that fair? Is that not fair? I'm not sure. But Roman is now reached that level, and people are just treating it like it's all about Meltzer star ratings. And I'm just like, every time I see this, I'm just like, everyone loves the Attitude Era. Bro, name me three matches that, that were five-star. Three matches that are as good as AEW matches this year. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Well, it's elevated to a level where you're... I would say as good as TLC was. Um, 
I'm not sure there's a tag team match in the Attitude Era as good as the FTR match I just saw last weekend. Bell to bell. Yeah. But and it that, doesn't matter. It's, it's complicated, right? Because it's a matter of taste and it's subjective. Like, who's the best wrestler in WWE right now? Pro wrestler, Roman Reigns. Gunther. They're very close. I would say, I, I say Gunther has better matches than Roman. Yes, but Roman's a better character. That's fine. Than Gunther. But it's a matter of taste, right? Like, yeah. I don't think either answer is necessarily wrong. I value the violent in-ring product that Gunther gives us. Other people value Roman. They don't see Roman as much. That's, yep. all, that's also hurts them. It's, it's a matter of taste. But in this day and age, when you have Will Ospreay yep. and Kenny Omega doing what they, they have the best two matches this year. Easily. Like, above and beyond what everybody else has done. FTR, what they just did with Jay White and fucking Juice Robinson, right? Still I'm, never going to be a Juice Robinson. I know you know. <laughs> but what they did is attack, like, that. those matches were amazing. So it gets, it's tough because even in the Bloodline story, I can see the argument that this Bloodline story wouldn't be it without Jay Uso. Yeah. So. There's and, no one for him to chase without the tribal chief. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to have the tribal chief, but it's hard, man, because to me, it's Omega, Osprey, Danielson, and then Gunther, for me, the top four wrestlers this year. Gunther just had a five-star rat match for some people at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? And he's been, he's active, he's busier. I, there's a way I could keep Roman out in my top, top four. So I don't think it's disrespect unless you're like, yo, he's not one of the top 10. Then I'm like, okay, well, you're bugging because he's, he's an attraction. Because then you still have Sami Zayn. You still have, like yeah, there's. I, I just think he's approached a level of pro wrestling where pro wrestling is supposed to be. Yeah, right? It's, like it's complicated. So many, so many people are just like, yeah. And I get it. Like, I love going to indie shows, right? Like, I, I love seeing five-star classics there and, and the matches that other people don't know about. And there's so many times where we'll go to a smaller show at GCW or something like that and just love the matches there. Yeah. Great matches happen a lot. People don't recognize that because like, it's by a star scale. But great matches, they happen a lot. There's a lot of great matches every year. There's not storylines like this. There's, there's not putting butts in seats. Like he's elevated the company. Was Hulk Hogan it's, ever a great wrestler to you? No. <laughs> no. But he was the centerpiece of WWE, right? Yeah, bell to bell. I never thought, I thought he was horrible. Yeah. So there's a, a little bit of a difference because I think Roman's a good wrestler as well. I, I think so too. Um, bell to bell. Is he like elite at that? What about John Cena? Yeah, I think he was. It's hard. I mean, at the time, John Cena was yeah. LOL Cena wins, right? But you had the Ortons. I mean, shit. Early John Cena was Lesnar, yep. Angle. Like, were they better than Cena? Yeah. Probably. But Cena was a star. Yeah. When, when Cena hit, and again, I'm not saying Roman's been this I mean, forever. Shit. HBK at the time yeah. was having his run. I'm not saying Cena's, you know, Roman's been this forever because Cena wasn't that forever. But when you go like Cena, from Cena punk feud on, through like part timer Cena, which yeah. is like 2016. So you got like 2012 to 2016, I think is like prime Cena. And he had maybe two title runs during that. Yeah, but it wasn't fun. 
Well, well, wait, 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 wait. My bad, my bad. Cena, I'm trying to think. There were there was two instances where Cena became like a wrestler. Yeah. Kevin Owens going over on him. Yeah, U.S. Oh, title challenge. Yeah, and the U.S. title challenge. challenge was. Um, actually, it's three. The third one is the AJ Styles feud. Oh, the phenomenal feud. Yeah. This, this, the Styles feud made people go, all right, fine, right? Yeah. But prior to that, we were just like, all right, same fuck. The five moves is doomed, yeah. right? Like, it was, the, it was the same matches all the time. And that's why I think people have a hard time with Roman because Roman matches are kind of the same. Yeah. They end with some kind of interference. Right, but it's by it's by that it's it's out of necessity yep. to build this story. So there's nothing wrong with with what he does, and I, it's not for everybody. Because I mean, look, I could argue all wrestlers' matches are the same. I mean, you can. I could argue every Will Osprey matches is relatively the same. It's just all really high caliber wrestling, right? But there's not too many that end in shenanigans, except for when Ozzy opened. Kenny Omega matches just was had some shenanigans in yeah, with Don Callis. Um, Don Callis was, well, that was people would argue that soured the match for a lot of people. Um, Ozzy Open worked for Osprey for a quick second with some shenanigans. Yeah, uh, where, where they helped him out, and they they had that like faction when he first turned heel. But relatively, all his matches are the same. They're clean finishes. It's just really, really good wrestling. Really good high spots. I mean, Kenny Omega matches, I guess if he's heel with Callis, they change a little bit, but you, you pretty much know what you're going to get out of a Danielson match, right? Like, everyone's matches are relatively the same. I don't know, They man. just have clean finishes, and, and you know what to go there for. I think Roman is the best in the world right now at what he does. He's great. He's he's Look, he's a star, right? Yeah. He makes it like he's the centerpiece of the bloodline, but again... <laughs> When you're talking about in-ring, and some people just focus solely on in-ring, and That's some people tough. some people focus solely on character, and some people focus on both. Yeah. It depends on what you value more. It's it's really hard. Remember, we kicked off the year with Omega and Osprey. I'm just talking historically what is valued more. To who? To to everyone. Like you we, It's not to everyone. You like in-ring a lot. I love in-ring. Yes. And we like the who are the <laughs> this is where this is where it gets complicated. Depending on who you ask, there's a Mount Rushmore that has Hulk Hogan on it, and there's a Mount Rushmore that doesn't. Yes. So it depends on what you value. That's true. But he was horrific in ring. There's a Mount Rushmore that yeah, has him on it. I'm, I'm asking, even yours has people who have character work, and you, you, you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, who could go before the injury. Yeah. And then, but we remember him for the storyline. We do. It's when you ask even the most diehard fans what they remember historically. Yes, there's some matches, but a lot of it is the storylines and programs that stick out first. And then we get to match quality. Well, all right. Here's the counter to that. What's the argument for best wrestler in the world ever? Ever? Mm hmm. Well, the, the splitting hairs is if you like Bret Hart's in-ring better than Sean's in-ring. That's it, right? It's, it's the stories were there. My argument is different because Sean is a way better character than Bret Hart ever was. He's had two characters that are greater than Bret Hart's I will disagree. Ever. I will disagree. Sean, uh, Bret Hart's Canadian heel character. Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, Intercontinental Champion, mm -mm. like Sexy Boy Shawn nope, Michaels, nope. and DX Shawn Michaels are both better characters no. than any Bret Hart no, character. No, not against. Easily. Not against 
D-Generation X. I, no. And Brett's Canadian heel character that, was great. That's, two of, that, that's one of them. The yeah. other one is the one where he slowly turned heel with Austin. That version of Brett, Sean never pulled that off. Sean never pulled that off. As a character, DX Sean wasn't that great. He never pulled off. Weight. He never turned because he was a heel <laughs> Again, during his entire the argument. druggy phase. Who did Sean put over? We we gotta go deep. We got we gotta go to we gotta we gotta go to but, but, I love Jesus, Sean. But because then he he put over Jericho. Did he? He did. That was a hell of a match. Come on, man. Who did Brett put and over? Feud. Sean worked Jericho. Who did Sean Brett, worked. Who did Brett put over? Brett put over everybody. No, no, no. But who did he put over? I mean, he put Austin over. He made the the biggest superstar the world has ever seen. Yes, because of his him. work, because yes. of his character work. Brett put Sean over. <laughs> like, Sean didn't put people over early in his career. Later no. he did. Yeah. But I'm talking about in character work when Brett is cursing on TV, spit, like, what he was, I mean, that version and, and of Brett. very good. And that's why I don't like when people say Brett was bad as a character. No, that's ridiculous. Because people say he couldn't cut a promo for a long time. His promos were, like, a little weird. But even as a kid, I really liked Brett as a character. I liked, you know, giving the glasses to the kids in the crowd. I, I, he was a better version of Hulk Hogan to me. Where I mean, that's, everybody wanted Brett. Yeah, he was point. like a, a clean-cut baby face, but like a cool one. He had the leather jacket. Like, you know, if, if he would have told me to take my vitamins, I would have been like, sure. Hogan was whack. And I was like, this man, just take it home. Like, what's the, the fucking Dude, but, long hair around my sides? I never got that. But the point that I'm saying is, when we talk about Sean and Brett, it's really about in-ring first is the reason why they're in this conversation. Yes. Like, Hogan gets eliminated because his ring work wasn't great. Yes. But now you fast forward. But Austin's in the conversation strictly because of character. Well, Austin's in the conversation because... The character work was so good. Yeah, the character work was legendary. Yes. Right? Same with Rock. Yeah, and that's that's where Roman is, is firmly entrenched right now, where... Everyone's in ring. You mentioned four people who's in ring are very good. And like now you're splitting hairs between those four or who's the best in ring. Yeah. None of them are him as a character. No, I agree. But none he of- is the best character in pro wrestling. But we're not the splitting hairs years. with Roman in their in ring. No, but he is the best at something. They are fighting to be the best at the same thing. He is on his own level at something that matters a whole lot. Dude, it just, again, it's a matter of taste. Like some people like fucking. Home run hitters. Some people like fucking Tony Gwynn. I'm just saying. Yes, but when you get Ken Griffey Jr., he has shoes for a reason. Of course. Because home runs are a better story. But Griffey, Griffey was a superstar, right? Yes. That's Roman. Roman. The promos is, are home runs. But is, is Griffey the GOAT? No. I mean, injuries aside. I mean, it, it's, granted, Mike... The person I consider a goat also is because of home runs and, and wild shit. Who, Barry Bonds? Yes, but right. he had everything. Like, he had the average. He had the on base. It, 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 again, had a it million gets, steals. It gets complicated. Yeah. Like, even when you talk about, like, Roman, you got to look at the totality of his career when you talk about goat. That's tough. And you blow his ass out of there because the early years, like, come on, right? The this, middle. The early, I'm not mad at. I mean, the early was the Shield, but yes. that was that was very Moxley. Arguably the greatest faction. Yeah, but that was very Moxley. And then we saw Rollins emerge as a talent. And Roman was just like the muscle, but he started fading to the back. Yes, definitely. Until he started pushing him to the moon. These conversations get complicated because 
who's who's been consistent? Seth Rollins. Yep. There are people that are going to say Seth Rollins is better than Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's tough. The highs, Seth Rollins has some highs. Like he I mean, never, he has the greatest cash in of all time. He does, but he never, to a point, there was a part where Seth Rollins just never had a sustained run as a babyface. Yeah. Until now. Yep. And now we found the, the piece that Seth Rollins has never had as a wrestler. Like, people have bought into the heel character so much he's turned babyface, and they realize, let's not make him a babyface. No. Let's keep him as a heel, but just everybody likes him. Yes, just give him music that people like. Yeah, everybody likes him. But there are some people that will say, well, Rollins has had a better career than Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's, that's, that's possible. But I think Roman now, and I'm getting in the, vac- the past three or four years now. They've been amazing. He's arguably the greatest professional wrestler on earth because he's not a, he's the latest WWE made star. And sure. that's not easy to do. Like, superstar. Sure. And outside of the people who became superstars in WWE and then went to AEW, I can't name another person who is a superstar. On that level in that company the past four years. And I, Kenny Omega is amazing. He's not a superstar. Right? Like, Danielson is a, a star superstar. Because that WWE run has cemented him and goaded him. CM Punk was a star who became a superstar because of the WWE run. So once you go, like, that luster is not coming off of you. But the Ospreys, the... I told you that that shit's going to... And I hope it doesn't, but it probably will. Those guys will end up like Steamboat and even pre-WWE Macho Man to a degree, right? Like, there's, there's Kurt Henning. There, there's stuff like that where you're like, yo, these guys are really good. Dynamite Kid. Osprey could be Dynamite Kid. He won't be. You want to know why? Here's a simple answer. This is, we have reached the, the blog era of pro wrestling mm. where you have access to everybody. Sure. Because pre- But everybody ain't Drake. No, they're not. But- it Might be Wale. But a Kendrick Lamar yeah. or J. Cole wouldn't have made it pre-blog era, right? So your greatest rapper of all time for some people was 50 Cent, <laughs> right? Like That's horrific. The most visible, the most popular. Mm-hmm. But now you have access where you can see everybody. So the reason why Dynamite Kid is not as revered as he was is you, you had to trade tapes to watch him. Now you just go to YouTube, you can watch anybody you want. Like, WWF was the only show in town, so it was easy for Hogan to be over as he was. Even Sean and Brett, they were really the only show in town. You saw Ric Flair, but it was WWF. Yep. And then from the 2000s, it was all WWE. There was nothing because they buried the competition. Yes. So people didn't get a chance to see CM Punk until he came to WWF or WWE. They didn't see the Ring of Honor stuff. They didn't see the Summer of Punk. Some people didn't see Samoa Joe. Right? Like, we, the, the Kurt Angle conversation is the most interesting conversation in pro wrestling. It's yeah. one of the most interesting because there are people who are like, man, Kurt, Kurt was incredible. If he had a longer run, he would be one of the greatest of all time. But people forget, oh, he had the TNA run. Yeah, Perk Angle was yeah, like, arguably the best Kurt Angle. So, but YouTube wasn't as prevalent as it was now. 
And if people, if Kurt Angle was here now, he'd be the GOAT. Because character work, like that character work was undeniable. But then the in-ring was stupid. Yeah. But now you have access to everybody. So Osprey will never be Dynamite Kid because you can find Will Osprey. And now you get him on AEW, you get him on New Japan. Like G1 was something that nobody saw because you had to get New Japan World and then you didn't understand the language. Now you got American commentators. It's different now. So the Roman Reigns argument, like the, the, the field is much bigger for him. And depend, now you have your pick of the litter. So your biggest artist could be, some people love Cardi B and think she's the best female artist in the world. Some people love Meg Thee Stallion. Then some people like No Name, or some people like Rhapsody, or some people like, pick somebody. There's, yeah. there's a bigger field. So with Roman, I'm like, when people say he's not top four, I get it. I get it. If you say he's not top 10, you're bugging. But if you say you're not top four, because my taste is, as a hip-hop head, same thing, bars. If bars are first, if in-ring is first, Roman's not going to be your guy. See, that's so tough. Because if you have someone that does both, you're stuck. And that's my thing. He does something better than everyone else. And then he's still really good at the other thing. He's not elite like they are. That's, that's but the he's problem. still really fucking good. You could he's be... elite in the other category. It's, it's much like Eminem. Right? Like, he sold a ton of records. Yeah. But you couldn't say he couldn't rap. No, you knew he so could So you rap. could be like a Jay-Z guy. You could be a Nas guy. You could be uh, a fan of... Talib or most like and yeah. just think they were most lyrical or anything like that at the time, but he also wasn't Nelly, right? No, like, he wasn't. It, like M wasn't Nelly. Like he was like, no, yeah, he's a chart topper superstar. But the one who could spit, like, is he spitting on the caliber of Jay, of Nas, of Andre? Well, now we're splitting hairs. Those people might be a little bit better. So if you, you know, really want that black thought, if you want that, maybe they're elevated a little bit more. Over M, because people, Lil Wayne's another good example of that. Yeah. Wayne was so big that as a character, Wayne said, I'm the best rapper alive. And there's a generation of people who believe him. Of course. But was he spitting like Jay, Nas, M? No. No. But he spit good enough, like really fucking good. Yeah. That he wasn't elite. But then you add it with the character arc and everything. It was like, well, guy might be. It, that's what, but it's again, like, yeah, Drake does the same thing. He's like, yo, when Drake wants to get busy, get busy. I so, mean, is, is Roman he Kendrick? Is he J. Cole? To a lot of people, no. But to a lot of people, yeah, he's above them. It's what you what you uh value. And Roman Reigns is the Drake of pro wrestling right now. He is. He's here for the hits. Yep. <laughs> playing the hits. He's playing like he plays the hits and people enjoy the hits and the women love the hits. Yep. Right? Like, so all this stuff works in his favor, but then if you value the bars, and you go, well, I like Kendrick better than Drake, which you could say Seth Rollins or Will Ospreay or Kenny Omega, and you don't see him as much, or you do, and then, you know, maybe they, they make things that are not necessarily for the mainstream. It's whatever you value. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think people are disrespecting Roman unless they say he sucks, right? At this point, I don't know. Not, if you even have a leg to stand on, if you say Roman. Dude, there's tribalism. You also can't say Kenny Omega sucks, which I see sometimes. I see, I see people say Roman Reigns is a better in-ring worker than Kenny Omega. I'm like, that's let's, let's not do this. That's guys. ridiculous. But it's what um, you value. Kenny's character is not for everyone. Like the Bucks character isn't no. for everyone. I get it. Like some people find it like corny. Yeah, sure. And they don't understand it. So 
Kenny's character is not Roman's character. It's, and I liked heel Kenny with Don Callis and everything. Like I, I thought he did phenomenal in that role um, as a heel in the belt collector. I thought that was amazing work. But yeah, some people wouldn't put that on a Roman Reigns level. I, I compare that character higher to like Roman's than anything. But people always found him like cheesy, like yeah. as he was doing, you know, Space Jam basketball shirt shit. He, I mean, Kenny Omega's a cornball. And, and as an aside, it's the reason why I never thought Kenny Omega would co- go to WWE. I don't think he'd work. Yeah. Like he's a tremendous wrestler, but I think what he is versus what they would want him to be in terms of like character, he's kind of corny. So it's like, oh, we want the cleaner Kenny Omega. It's like, yeah, but can I play video games? Like, no, like <laughs> you can't do that. I don't think it would work, but there are different playing fields for everybody. So I think like to me, it's hard for me to say that Gunther's not the best wrestler in the WWE right now. Like he's the, he, he's close. He doesn't have bad matches ever. No. And he has a lot of them. They released on social. Uh, he just, him, he caught uh Pedro and Roman, there's only been three champions in WWE history who've had a title reign of longer than 1,000 days or longer than 800 days and another one of longer than 400. And Gunther just hit that mark. He's at 402 at IC. Yeah, the, the UK. He had UK title for 870. Yeah. He did two and a half years as UK champ, undefeated, and then now has a year plus main roster undefeated. Yeah, so but here's here's that's wild. To me, that shit is arbitrary. I don't care. In terms of the best wrestler, that stuff doesn't matter to me. Records somewhat matter. They don't because I understand you're booked for those, but yeah. to be booked not to lose and it not get Dude, stale. Hogan didn't lose. Hogan dropped belts. Yeah, but he didn't lose. Like he ain't lose clean. The bro- man, he never like. He never lost clean. Yeah. So it's like when we talk about how long Gunther's run was, I'm like, cool. But to me, it was the quality of matches. Yes. The Dragunov feud, right? Pete Dunne feud. Tyler Bay feud. Now he's feuding with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. The man just doesn't have bad matches. No. Like, if Vince McMahon was here, we wouldn't be talking about these rings. No. Vince wanted to get him up out of here early. Yeah, he, was, he was like, I'm good on that guy, right? He just, but now... But, He's he's undeniable. Yeah, well, to Vince would deny him. No, because Vince is like shadow government no, 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 right no. now. Like if Vince was in Gorilla. Oh yeah, no. If it was full Vince, no. If it yeah, was full Vince. Like Hunter has more control. Yes, he values pro wrestling. So it's like I, I Hunter can't, has some control. Yeah, like, which is more than someone's had the past thirty years. When people talk about title reigns, like yo, I can't historically. It doesn't mean anything to me. Like. Brett didn't have a long, like the longest title reign. Sean didn't have the longest title reign. No, it didn't take away from the shit that they did. Yeah, they were some of their best stuff was non-title. Some of their best stuff was losing or lower title. Like the greatest IC title match WrestleMania history for a lot of people. There's two of them. They both involved Bret Hart, yep. Kurt Henning, and Roddy Piper. Right, and it's I'll it put, doesn't put Sean and Razor. In. Yeah, you can put that. You can put the ladder match in there, but I love the ladder match. I, it's fine. Yes, I just don't think it was be- like. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying it's better, but you know, for but the point is like in the, the matches were so good. And I think that's what makes a great wrestler. A lot of people are going to argue this and it's coming soon. If it hasn't happened yet, they was like, well, there's two weird arguments with Roman Reigns. One is that people that deal with Roman end up better, right? Yes. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, blah, 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 blah. They do. 
The other is, well, he hasn't put anybody over because he hasn't lost. I'd argue you put everyone over without losing, which is the hardest thing to do. That's, well, that's really old school wrestling. Well, that, that's the complicated thing because how much is that of that is Roman versus how much of that is the character? Cody, for instance. Cody's over. Stupid over. Like you, him losing, some people were like, oh, I buried him. People were trying to jump off a bridge when he lost. You still are. Still, still not letting it go. Six months deep. But the guy's still super over. It's July 20th in WrestleMania, and people are like, yo, the, Cody shouldn't have lost. But he was like, like when that man was undeniable. I will, I will stand on this. If Cody won the title at WrestleMania, July 20th, 2023, people would have been tired of him. Yeah. They would have been like, yo, who's getting the title off of Cody? Now that he doesn't have it, it's easier because he's, he's working for something now. Yep. So Roman... The character work of Roman Reigns has been phenomenal. However, none of this happens without Sami Zayn and Jey Uso. None of this happens. No, Roman's the constant. No, no, he's the constant. The right? Kevin Owens feud, the pairing with, I mean, Paul Heyman, has the, it lended a great deal of credibility. But Roman is the constant. He, the, but the thing is, he's the constant. But Owens went from that feud to injured for a couple months, coming back to him, Austin. So him, Austin, and then back into periphery and then bloodline with Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn joined him after the jackass match, went to Sami should win this in his hometown sellout, main event Sami, where everyone's always wanted to see Sami. It took being around Roman to do so. Jay was a tag team guy until the feud with Roman. Now, Jay is great, and he's worked hard as fuck for that, but it's Roman is the constant. You go in the ring with him, you leave looking like a main event guy, whether you win or you don't. Well. Not many people can do that. I don't, I don't think that's on Roman, though. I think the bloodline feud from the beginning was the Jay and Sammy story. Well, now it's Jay. No, it's Jay and Roman. And then, but the, the when the bloodline was at its peak, yes, it was Sammy and Jay was driving yeah. that narrative. Like Roman, yes, he's the constant, but and the story doesn't happen without him. That's all true. But if it wasn't for Sammy Zayn, the bloodline feud would have already been dead. Yeah, but now again, they separated Sammy, and it's it's still thriving, right? Well, so yeah, because you 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 work that story out, and then you you plant the seeds for the Jay Uso stuff. Now you're working that story out. Like, they've... they've it made Solo Sokoa from an NXT new guy to a main roster threat in six months by just putting him with him. But I would say that as much as Roman Reigns is, is a huge part of the bloodline, it doesn't work without all the pieces. That's fair. Like, DX didn't work without Hunter with Sean, right? Like, DX isn't as big unless you have the second iteration. Well, Road Dog doing the, oh, you didn't know? like Which version of DX is bigger? Second. Sean's not in that. No, but I mean, I'm saying, but Hunter even needed the auxiliary. Like that entrance with Road Dog and on the mic shit added so much to Hunter. Right. But you're not having that without Hunter. So it's that same thing. Like, yeah, there's, there's auxiliary characters who grow as big or bigger in moments, but you don't have that without the constant. And no, he is the constant. It, it's it's fair. You I'm, could throw any, and I don't, 
damn near anyone. You can throw Matt Riddle aside because that failed horribly. Yeah, it was awful. But you can throw almost anyone else from the main roster into a bloodline feud. Give them four months with that character arc, Roman and everything, and they come right out better at that. I don't think so. I don't think everybody can do it. I think they've booked this very well with the right people that gives it the right amount of juice. Because again, I, you don't, you're not having a bloodline conversation in July if it's not for Sami Zayn. It had been over already. Yeah. Like you needed the you needed each individual to play their role or else it doesn't work. Yes. So it's like, if you're watching game of Thrones and it's all about the night King and you have nobody else, eventually people can get bored. Yeah. hundred percent. So you got to have Jon Snow and you got to have, you have to have every, every piece matters. Yeah. So like, but this is more Seinfeld. It's, it's a great ensemble. Like, but this people going to say, I love George. Yeah. Elaine, George Kramer, like, it's not, if, if you t- Everyone take the, has a different favorite, but the show is called what? It's called Seinfeld. He is the constant. <laughs> no, you, I you need he, Seinfeld. He's the, he's the constant. Roman is Seinfeld. Sometimes, most episodes, Seinfeld's not the funniest one on the fucking episode. No, yes, but it's, it's a it's a ensemble cast. Yes, it is. There is no, that's why I say, like, you can't. But this is the bloodline. He is the tribal chief. The, the credit hinges on him. No, if it would have failed, it would have been a black mark on him. The success then has to go more to him. He has been tremendous, right? There's no denying that Roman Reigns, as the heel turn from the day that he wrecked everyone and leave, yep. to building the bloodline, to feuding the, the promos he cuts, the work that he does, shedding a tear with J.U. So everything he's done has been excellent. I just think you can't give him too much credit because it is everybody that's involved that has made that work. One bad piece ruins it. Paul Heyman is significant oh, to the Bloodline story. Huge. Jimmy and Jay, Solo, Sami Zayn, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens story. Like, all those things are huge. All this to say that if you find yourself saying, well, Osprey is the best pro wrestler in the world, I'm not going to argue with you. Kenny Omega is the best pro wrestler in the world, I'm not going to argue with you. Brian Danielson is having the best year in 2023. Like, look what he did with MJF. I'm not going to argue with you. I will argue if you say MGF is better than Roman Reigns this year. I will argue that because I think Roman's had a better year than MGF. Yeah. I, I, I think MGF has been great. Again, but it's I, different categories, right? Like It's a different level of heel. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can say anyone's had as good of a year as Roman Reigns. But then, depending on what you like, you can say, like, all right, Kenny Omega and Osprey probably had the best year so far. It's like, yeah, they've, they've had the best masters. Yeah. So, But MGF is... Is chasing Roman in Roman's category. I don't. I don't even know if he's chasing him in his category. I think. I think MJF is running a different race than Roman. I, I put him more in Roman's race well, than yeah, I do yeah. Osprey. Well, yeah, of course, Danielson. Like, like, I, there's more character heavy with MJF yes. and Roman than you know. Osprey's very wrestling based. It's, it's a, again, it's a matter of taste. Like some people really love MJF because we have never seen a heel that just sticks to the script the way that he does. And they almost soured it because the, the pillar shit was bad. It was bad. It was this, fucking awful. This is good. Like, yo. But this is the Jericho script redone with Adam Cole. And I love it again. Was, all right. So let's, let, we let's can talk, get into it. Let's yeah. talk about AEW. So we had questions about this, these two because they had this match, time limit draw. And here they are pairing this blind tag team. People are like, what the fuck are we doing this for? Well, this is why we're doing it, yeah. right? The whole 
blind tournament was for this. But the fun part is, like, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia have a story as well. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Sammy Guevara dance, I mean, Daniel Garcia dance is the greatest thing in pro wrestling. Hands down. It is. <laughs> I don't know if you, like, I posted a, a, a gif of, of, of Daniel doing that to Aubrey Edwards on Ring of Honor and chasing her out of the ring. <laughs> Bro, it's like the best shit ever, but them and, like, it seems like they're going to finally split from Jericho, yep. which is which is great. But this story, at first, I was like, I don't, I'm not sure. Like, ah, are we doing this again? But Adam Cole has been so good. Yeah. Can but they coexist? They have to stick the landing. And what I'm wondering, now they're in the finals, they're going to, I mean, now they're going to wrestle FTR on collision. What I'm wondering is, me fantasy booking is like, is this a big play by Adam Cole that he knows MJF is going to try to snuff him? He's going to get him before MJF gets him? Because you have to be aware yeah. he's not your friend. No. You also have to be aware that you want that title. In storyline, while MJF is playing this role, you've seen this before. And I think people at AW and Will and Tony and like that team are aware that the audience is, has seen this before. You mentioned the Jericho thing. We've seen this before. Yeah. It's like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Like you want Sammy to kind of like yeah, so switch it's, it up. So this time he was like, is Adam that stupid? No. I think, personally, I think the story ends where MJF tries to turn on Adam and Adam's already privy to it. And he snuffs him out. And that's how we get to, what's that, All In, All Out? Which one is in Chicago? All Out? I don't know which one's which. I think it's All Out in Chicago. Sure. All In? I don't know. All whatever. Yes. All Chicago. All Chicago. But I, I think yeah. that's how we're going to get to that match because that's the match you're going to make. Yes. But it's too easy if MGF just turns on Adam Cole and Adam's like, I can't believe you did that. Adam Cole needs to know that this is happening. Big Mac Ryan McKinnell wants them to tag for 18 months. Dude, they've been really good together. I can't. Like, if this ends in Chicago. It has to. Maybe the New York Queens call. It has to end in Chicago. You have to have a title match in Chicago. Yes. You have two pay-per-views in back-to-back weekends. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if Tony announced exactly how he's playing this. But you have to have that match. I'm shocked if someone works both. There's no way. I would die if I had to do London and then had to come <laughs> back to, and... to Chicago. I'm sure somebody will, but one of these matches will end up there. I, I believe, I'm going to assume that Osprey and Omega will end up in London. MJF and Cole will end up in Chicago. Just my assumption. But I think the only way to play this is you know that like MJF has to be a heel. Yeah. like He has to be the heel, but Cole's got to snuff it out. The funniest thing about this feud, though, is that they're both heels. Cole is only masquerading as a babyface because he came back from injury. If he wasn't injured, he'd still be a heel. Yep. So he should know the ways of MJF, and he should be able to find this out and, and, and snuff it out. But, boy, them, the, the, every segment that they do together, playing video games, you know, at the restaurant, hitting on girls, like, this stuff is like eight... They leaned into it so much. I'm watching that tag match, and I'm like, this is goofy, right? The dance battle. It was so good. <laughs> so good. Adam Cole not being able to dance, but MJF actually matching Daniel Garcia. And Sammy Guevara not being able to dance at all. <laughs> but I'm like, they just leaned all the way into it, and I was like, cool. I mean, this is so absurd, it makes sense. The yep. pairings are ridiculous. So why not have a dance-off? Daniel Garcia sliding through Sammy's legs. Like, what are you... <laughs> But AEW has been, they have, I don't know what happened. Double or nothing feels like just a fuck up. Like it was just yeah. like an entirely bad booking, everything. Since that point, 
I don't think it's been like a bad episode of Dynamite or Collision. And Collision is re- yo. Collision co- goes really quick though. But Collision is yo. Collision is really good in the sense that the production value, the song, the stage setting, the matches. I'm watching and I'm like, if this dies on a Saturday, it's because it's a Saturday. Like this. Yeah. Get rid of Rampage. Turn it into a Ring of Honor show. Do something else with it because Collisions is, it feels like a different show. It feels good. It feels, it's definitely giving the the SmackDown initial brand split when like Heyman was booking that, right? Like it feels drastically different than Dynamite. But I, I still, I need to see all the talent really sink their teeth into collision. Right now they're doing great off of like punk, FTR. Starks. Star well that's that's punk revolved. Yeah. Um those punk and FTR, that's their show right now. And then they have good thrown together auxiliary matches around it. Now it's like they're gonna start branching off and building the other parts of it. So the and they're showing that they want to. So I yeah. need to see Miro take a good chunk of that. Um, I, th- I think we're going to see Andrade take a good oh, chunk yeah. of that. They're, clearly, they're building that. He's clearly a big part of this. Yeah, yeah. they're going that way. There's there's other people there where it's like, okay, the tag belts being there feels like, yo, that's going to be a, a tag team heavy. Like, okay, you know we got the best tag teams in the world. This is where they're gonna live. Dynamite, maybe not, but this. This, the tag team wrestling, you, if y'all want it, y'all got to come here. That tag match was phenomenal. Two out of three falls. Tag match. Yeah. So it's really hard to deny FTR is like the best tag team in the world. I know people would be like, well, what? The Usos. I'm like, mm, I yeah. think the Usos are incredible. But I think God, the only damn. thing that bothers people, doesn't bother me, is that they've had two title defenses in 100 days. Yeah, sure. I, I couldn't have pulled that stat without people complaining. It's a weird it complaint. It doesn't feel. Yeah, like they've been boring and inactive though. Well, it's kind of like saying, "Well, Roman Reigns only def- like yeah. are we having the same argument?" Yeah, but I I don't feel bored. Like no. I don't I don't feel. But people did miss it, hence they have a whole new <laughs> they have a whole new title, right? Yeah, and I didn't miss it. I'm gonna fuck. Like I, when they show up, they show out. Yeah, and they did some trio stuff. What? So okay, another music analogy. Once upon a time, artists put out an album. Every several, few years. Yeah. And now people go, oh, you haven't put out an album in two years? You're done. You got to put out an album every six months. To us, we're like, why would you do that? I'd like to listen to the album that I got. It's all right. It's all right. Do a couple features <laughs> in between. Yeah, you pop in, you pop out. Like, pop a mixtape. There, there are people that make the argument like Kendrick Lamar doesn't put out enough music. It's a weird argument, right? Whereas like. But he just did what the Baby Keem feature. Right. That he fucking bodied. I'm good. I, I'm good to the next but, Give me a feature every 12 months. But that's months. like the that's like the 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 WWE champion, the Universal Undisputed Championship yeah. right now. It's like he doesn't defend it every week. I don't want him to defend it every week. Like if that's what Seth Rollins does, like when Currency used to put out a mixtape every fucking weekend, some people really like that. That's cool. Me, I got to a point where it's like there's too much currency. Didn't didn't mean I didn't like it. I just give me give me time to listen to this shit, right? Same thing. FTR, I don't need them to defend that title every week. Defend it when it matters. Yeah. And then when, it, when you do it, make it count. And that's what they did. They made that shit count. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Definitely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To go back to Dynamite, which was Blood and Guts. So we talked about Adam Cole, MJF, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, but heel Jack, uh, versus Hook. Listen, I don't, this is a fucking make believe title. Yeah, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But Hook need to lose sooner or later. It looked good. Yeah. It's a good match. Yes. It showed me a lot from Hook. This was, this was well booked. Yeah, and the Jungle Boy got like the little, the little nastiness Dude, he, I've been waiting for. He is basically the wrestling version of Dylan McKay from. Yes, he's, his, he's, his he's got the leather jacket. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm leaning all the way into that. I'm all, look. I'm all for all this. Unass the FTR title for Hook so he can do something else eventually. Yeah. Let Jack Perry have it because he's really on some fuck the world shit because he's not Jungle Boy anymore. <laughs> It's the new music with the strings. And I'm like, oh, God. It's, I'm not the biggest fan of new music, but whatever. But I get it. You can't yeah. have people singing. No, you can't have... You can't. It's funny part, because, like, Tony Khan, in terms of licensing, like, he went from that song to a classic orchestra song. Yeah. It's like, he's just... Brother's just sending, shelling out cash. Yeah. He could have went a different direction. Yeah, we'll see how this thing works out. But I... Hook losing... Dude, he couldn't be undefeated forever. No. He had to lose. The Hook promo... Randomly, just like eating pasta with the fucking girl on her phone in the middle of like Soho or like I don't know who produced Brooklyn that. or some shit. Amazing! I don't know who just produced that segment. Belt on the that table. Was just perfect stuff, man. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And clearly, they're going to extend that feud. I would assume at some point Jack Perry is going to get muscle. He has to. Should like Hook's not going to get that title back. No. So but who, to go like super heel? Yeah, he's got he has to have muscle. I don't know who you pair him with, and I hope they're smart about it. I don't. I hope they pair him with somebody. And it go, you go. Oh, that makes sense. Because in my head, I'm like, 
I don't want him to just get another old recycled right. old wrestler manager. But maybe get Big Bill. That'd be good. You know? Put Big Bill in a leather jacket and some shades. Yeah. Two greasers. Yeah. Like out here. Full diesel. Yeah. Like to his Shawn Michaels. That would work because Big yep. Bill looks the part. Every time I see him in the ring, I'm like, what are we doing with him? Like he's too big and too good. Please. Like he was the whack part of Enzo and Big Cass. Cause yeah. Now you look at him like that's the same guy. WWE would have pushed him to the moon Looking like if that? he looked like moon. Man's is jacked. Vince is mad as fuck. To this, he's who's this big bill? Yeah. Oh, God damn it! Why didn't you lift these weights when you're with us? <laughs> you're paying me too much. Shit. Yeah. So we have that. Talking about that before we go to the next next match. Um, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> this- that he single handedly saved the mid card. <laughs> Everything is catching up. Orange Cassidy saved the mid card in AEW. He never fails at all. So going back to Double or Nothing. So he, he, I don't know if you saw it. So we're back there with him, and he's doing his interview. I remember I asked him about you know uh, you gotta get revenge on on Big Bill for Trent Beretta saving you blah blah. blah. He's like you gotta give Trent Beretta match. He's like yeah sure. Can't remember who asked him that question. They was like, hey, Orange Cassidy, you're like on this amazing run right now. Would you think you're one of the best wrestlers in the world? And he was like, not even close. <laughs> like the way he said it, he's like, he was like, you know, he's like, nah, not even close. Like, why would you ask me that? <laughs> he's so good at this. So when Darby's like, yo, like, you know, who are you wrestle? And like Cassie thinks about it and he's like, <laughs> like he carries the belt in the backpack. All his matches are fun, but there's this, this story. Of he's like his body is breaking down. Week after week, the orange crush hurts his hand. He's got taped ribs. Like this has been like one of these subtly best stories in AEW because it's entertaining every week. Yep. He has a great match every week. And then he cuts a great promo. But you see him, it's like somebody's gonna catch him because yep. he's falling apart. Because he can't say no. I don't know if it's swerve. I don't know. Oh, the swerve, Nick Wayne, and Darby Allen, the Seattle thing, yo, that's going to be well done. Yes. But but Darby's still hanging around the peripheral there, and then... It's a lot. It's, but it's good It's like stuff. six of them. Yeah. All Seattle, all Seattle shit. Oh, AR Fox, that's what it was. AR Fox. Give AR Fox title shot, and like, Orange thought about it, he's like, all right, well, <laughs> sure, all right. I'll, yeah, that's the next one. He's I, like, okay. I, 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 Nick Wayne, Nick Wayne, like, he's trying to give <laughs> put your hands in. <laughs> There, there is, if you don't like Orange Cassidy, I get it. Maybe he's not your flavor. But I don't know how, he, like, this guy is pro wrestling. I'm buying the merch. <laughs> like, I know we talk about MJF sticking to the gimmick, but Cassidy sticks to the gimmick. He doesn't break. No matter how fucking funny it is, never shows us any different. Oh, he's, he's tremendous. Then match-wise, um, Blood and Guts, uh, Britt Baker... Kayla Sparks, that yeah, was a minute long. Yeah, and then the main match went almost an hour. Didn't even feel like it. Well, because these matches, it's war games. Like, right. those are always going to be long. Yeah. Because fuck. you have to enter one person at a time. So, really, it's a 20-minute match. With multiple matches. But yeah. it takes 30 minutes to get everyone into the match. Dude. This one, though, Golden Elite. Blackpool Combat Club. I think everyone had their moments. There were some really good spots in it. Uh, Pack is an animal. 
dude, the hanging from the case, the stomp spot. It's just so hard to capture that on the camera. I know it was really hard because you got the ropes in the middle. Yeah. And like to get the two cages together, it's like really thick in right. the middle. So it was very hard to see them. But they camera cut right at the moment where he just double stomped. After four consecutive superplexes across the ring. This, look, War Games is excellent, but they've got, they've done it with blood and guts. They make it feel special. And if Moxley's not in blood and guts every year, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. This guy's a maniac. Bring in this time. The screwdriver? He had the, he started off with a fork. He immediately runs in with a fork. Yeah. And the crazy (laughs) part is I'm, I I guarantee I have to text Renee because I want to know. He had to be mad. He's like, why am I not busting you open? With the fork. Like him and Adam Page both took forks to the, the face and they didn't get busted open. Then he brings up the spiked plywood. Yep. Poor Kenny Omega. Kenny takes it. Moxley takes it. He doesn't care. No. The shards of glass at one point. Oh, he brings the shards of glass. Everybody takes that bump. Kota Ibushi. Did you the see tax. the bump he took like after the match? Yeah. Abushi walks over the glass like, I didn't, I didn't take this bump yet. Let me just give it to myself. That guy's a maniac. <laughs> This that this match was violent. Uh, the a great spot is is I think it's Nick Jackson on the top, and they're getting ready to do power bombs, and he throws the tack the tax in. The I'm like, yo, this it's just plunder. It's just violence and plunder and war games and blood and guts making like a comeback. Yeah, are so great. Like, it's, it's great. Stuff. It was really missing for what two and a half decades. It disappeared. Since the early 90s? Since until the, NXT in like 2018. There wasn't a good War Games match post NWO. So it had to be like War Games was really good in the late 80s, early 90s. So yeah, you're talking to almost 30. Like WCW. Yeah, War Games. Yeah, like, Dusty and Dustin was in like the last one I remember in WCW. Well, when he was still Cowboy. Yeah. Like, like, like yo, my son is in here with me. The epitome of War Games was like with the Horsemen. Right. That was like the like that's where Moxley is like become the epitome of blood and guts. And then we didn't get it for like 20 years. They brought it back to NXT. It's great. Yeah. And then camera angles work better without the roof on. That's all spots work better with them. Yeah. They both found their particular match. Um, I saw people complaining because they, you know, I guess off camera at the end. Yes. They all shook hands. And people like, why would they do that? They're heels. Like, do y'all remember what the Blackpool Combat Club is? I have. A complaint about what my complaint is that AEW fans care too much about what happens when the camera stops. It's okay. Not in the show. Everyone wants to be a fucking smart. Everyone wants to run to the dirt sheets. That's something predominantly in wrestling that would be between the performers and the crowd in attendance. Yeah, that's it. Stuff has happened after shows. Promos have been cut. Thank you. AEW does this all the time. Cody used to come out. Omega would come back out. Yeah. Tony would come back. There's promos cut afterwards. Kingston cut a one hell of a promo here in Vegas afterwards. Plenty of stuff happens after the, the mics go dark. That is not part of the show. I don't mind a handshake app. Who cares? The show is over. So my problem was with the fans that took offense. To it. The show is over. We saw it end. Whatever happens after that happens after that. I mean, I, personally, I agree with you. But first, I thought it was that's this is how it should end. Blackpool Combat Club was always here to say, I, we want to fight, and you guys are dorks. Now you gave us a fucking fight, and we're like, all right, cool. Because. But they did go super heel I mean, in but, this feud, but I guess it's, it's, it's the same thing. Moxley is Moxley. Yeah. 
Like Babyface, Heel Moxie, same person. The only person like Will Yuta went heel. Yes. But Cesaro or Claudio has been like the same kind of guy. Now he's shooting with Pac, which I wonder. So did they think of this before? Or they, did they go, oh, shit, Death Before Dishonors this week. We need a feud. They had to think of it before, right? Like, I don't know, because I don't know if they had a match for Claudio. At any, like <laughs> He's the champion. I know, but now it's, it's Pac, which I don't mind. I was going to be one hell of a match. But nobody's buying but Death Before Dishonor. I don't know where to watch these things. It's on, um, it's on Bleacher Report. Here, all right. I don't know where to watch weekly. I don't, I, I know where to, but I don't got it. Like, Dude. I don't got, I can't watch weekly. And then now there's a pay-per-view with no matches announced. They got a few, but here's. There, there was like two. But the problem oh, is. It, I'll pull this up right now. You pull it up. Here's the problem. You have two hours of dynamite, two hours of collision, one hour rampage. And you've, every now and then you'll throw in Athena or. Claudio, because he's part of BCC, is the reason he's on. You don't really see Samoa Joe. I don't know why they just don't turn Rampage into a Ring of Honor show. Oh, they have a full-ass card. No, yeah, it's filling out. Uh, I don't know if the Shane Taylor-Dalton Castle matches happen to determine this, who's wrestling, working Samoa Joe at uh, Death Before Dishonor. Has that happened yet? Yes, this is the full card, and I'll go through it. One, I hear people complaining a lot that like none of this shit was built on ROH television. I wouldn't they kind of just threw a card together. But uh, do you want me to skip pre-show shit? Just AR Fox, Shane Taylor is on a pre-show. So that means Dalton Castle beat Shane Taylor? Yes, he did. And then Action Andretti and Darius Martin are tag teaming on the pre-show. So that's, that's pretty good. They pushed Action Andretti to beat Jericho and they just did nothing. Nothing with him. With him. So the match you're talking about, Samoa Joe versus Dalton Castle. It should have been Shane. With the boys. Big meaty so, man bumping me. Yeah, it would have been like, uh, all right, anyway. Uh, we have Commander versus Gravity. That'll be good. Uh, Mogul Embassy versus Leon Ruff, Taguchi. They got Leon Ruff in the Ring of Honor? Yeah. So that's going to be a squash. Wait, 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 wait. Leon Ruff, Taguchi, and who? Master Wado? Wado, yeah. Against the Mogul Embassy? Yes. Con for Cage the, and. For the titles. Yo, Leon Ruff is like 150 pounds. He's going to kill that man. Yeah, it's it's like cheeseburger wrestling. Yes, it All is. Right. Right. Uh, but they're defending the six-man titles. Sure. And then the Righteous, still with Stu Grayson, they're paying off the feud uh, versus Dark Order. So Uno, Alex Reynolds, John Silver. We saw that here in Vegas. That was a good, like, no, it's, it's, it's good. I just program. wish I would have saw it on TV. Yeah, Stu Grayson has to turn back and go back with the Dark Order. Then... The tag team championships are being defended. So that's a four-way, right? Yep. Lucha Bros versus the Kingdom. I forgot they had that. I have not say. been a friend with, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of yeah, the yeah. Kingdom. But Lucha Bros, the Kingdom, best friends, Aussie Open healthy. Aussie Open has to win. That was like the big debut in Ring of Honor last week. Like television is yeah. that they both came back and they're healthy. Lucha, Lucha Bros don't need that title. Lucha Bros having the title. Again. Go feud with FTR. Again. Go. Turn Rampage into a Ring of Honor show. That, this is the remedy. Nobody watches Rampage. No. It feels very inconsequential. No one watches Honor Club. Right. You, you'll quadruple the like, ratings. Keep your Honor Club if you really want to. Here, here's my theory. And if you're listening, you can tell me if you completely disagree with this, but I think it's the only way to make money. Keep your Honor Club membership, and Honor Club membership gives you access to pay-per-views. Okay. 
Put Ring of Honor Television weekly on Friday nights as Rampage. Just call it Ring of, Ring Honor, of Honor Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. And then, Alliteration. Yeah. And I think the Honor Club membership is 20 bucks a month. Now, you don't do pay-per-views every month anyway. So you're basically paying the price for that pay-per-view, which is like 30 bucks, in yeah. three months. So then you can get all, you can get access to all the back catalog, and then you watch the pay-per-views. But the shit needs to be on TV, because why would I buy a pay-per-view for some shit I haven't seen? At all. So, but that should be a good match. Fatal 4-Way. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, Athena versus Willow Nightingale, Women's Championship. Hmm. Willow's on a... She lost. A hot streak? Well, she lost to... She won the tournament. She won the tournament. She lost to Julia. She dropped the NGPW Strong Tie. We got to talk about G1 as well. Um, And now she's feuding with Athena, which I don't know what's going on here. And I, I think the reason why Julia has the title means that Mercedes is coming back. Well, Mercedes was backstage with Trinity because we didn't even talk impact. Yeah. But uh, she was backstage when Trinity won. She's still in a walking boot, limping. She's not coming back anytime. Not not soon, but the, I, I feel like she's getting closer. So they got to put on somebody from stardom. Yes. So she can get hers back, right? So Willow dropped that title because Willow probably was never supposed to win in the first place, but she was great. Yeah, I just don't know if Willow needs the Ring of Honor women's title right now. But it I sucks. I think it'd be a good way. And Athena's had a good run. She's had some nobody good matches. Nobody sees it. That's my problem. Like, nobody sees how good she is. Put them on Rampage. Stop giving me fucking QT Marshall matches on Rampage. QTV? I know you, you're a big fan of QTV. You know, I'll get you a QTV I'm so happy t-shirt. that Powerhouse is out of that shit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Shibata versus Daniel Garcia. That was slap. But should be built on better rampage. Dance. Oh, he's got to dance. He got to dance. <laughs> he got to dance. dance. And then main event: Claudio versus Pack. Claudio's it's a losing. good card. It's a good card, but to ask people to pay for it right now, knowing in a month you got back-to-back pay-per-views, it's hard because you didn't build any of this on television, except for Pack and Claudio, which happened on Wednesday. This is a Friday pay-per-view. Yeah. I I might I might pay for it because this is no flex. I just I buy shit because I want to watch it. Yeah. I I might watch this on Friday, but if I didn't have if I had something else to do, I wouldn't pay for it. The card on paper is going to deliver, but yeah. make me care. Make, Th- that's it, how that's, you gonna make me care in some shit that's hidden behind a paywall that nobody's subscribing to. And that's key fucking Tony Khan. Where it's like, just like, yo, here's my match card. Show up. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You have a, and this was the concern when he purchased Ring of Honor. I guess he he's been so caught up with CM Punk and Collision, bro. You gotta turn Rampage into Ring of Honor Rampage and just give us a Ring of Honor show. You can sprinkle in all the AEW people you want if yeah. if that's what you need to do, but Ring of Honor should feel, look, feel, and be different. Because right now, for those who don't know, if you go to an AEW show, they're taping Ring of Honor after Dynamite. Yeah. And the crowd is dead. Well, because they're dead because they don't know. Like when they shot Dynamite and Rampage out here in Vegas before Double or Nothing, they shot Ring of Honor after. Nobody knew. Yep. So people were like, yo, it's like nine o'clock and you're still filming shit? Like tell us. Let us know what we're staying for. Make Ring of Honor feel special. Feels like an afterthought. And you have that big ass Ring of Honor catalog too. Use that shit. Somewhere. They just need like an all-encompassing streaming home. I, I mean, if they could figure out with Max, that would be the perfect place. Yeah, like they, they need 
and AW Network. Like WWE has the network. Like they just need with Max. Like Peacock has WWE Network essentially. Yep. Just plug put it a, in. Put a hub on Max so you can and give, get me the the ROH, of, give me all every, the Ring of Honor shit. Everything. Because, yeah. But then, you know, Max will probably go up. Because that, that's a lot of shit. That is. But I would, I'd watch it. I watch all the old ROA shows, all them anniversary shows we went to. For like Punk if versus they Joe. Turner, selfishly, I want that on the plus. Because <laughs> I could just log into the plus and watch all this. Danielson, Nigel McGinnis feuds. For I don't the know when this Peacock deal is up, but if they bring WWE mm. Network to the plus, I'm going to be happy as shit. Give me all that on E+, baby. I, like I need those. the whole fucking catalog. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Real quick, black people won on impact. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the black people. Kenny King. Yeah. Social media impact digital champion. Yo, Slammiversary, just before we go through the whole, whole card, if you guys just aren't watching impact pay-per-views, I don't know what you're doing. They're good they, paper. They're never bad. No, never. the production quality has uh, gotten up there, too. Yeah, but, like, the match quality is never lacking. I can't watch week to week. No, I can't. I don't have the bandwidth. No. But pay-per-views, it's like New Japan. for me. Yeah, just give me a recap, and I'm like, all right, cool. Yep. This is wrestling. Joe Hendry, we went here. Yeah. I was a Joe Hendry fan in two minutes. Yeah. With Kenny King beating him. Yes. Kenny yeah. on the show, we're going to show up with the belt, hoochie daddy shorts. Oh, man. You know Kenny just That's wrapping the belt around the waist, the belt longer than the shorts. I got I to gotta text Kenny. <laughs> gotta Kenny Kenny's giving me shit because, you know, we both we all live in Vegas, and he's like, yo, let's go. And I haven't, I haven't caught up with Kenny yet. I got to catch up with Kenny. If so, you come... So the cabana after oh the fight, you got to bring Kenny. All right, Kenny. Because you, know, <laughs> you know Kenny, he, he wants to come, oh, but I can't be standing Kenny. next to Kenny King. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't going to have no shirt on. We're going to be in the cabana. He's going to hoochie daddy shorts out. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> we got to do it, though. Eddie, bring the belt. So Kenny King wins. Uh, Ultimate X match was is always wild for me to watch. Kevin Knight is insane. The name. I know. Well, we have, there's a history behind <laughs> yeah, that. Basically, Chuck every time. But yes, Kevin Knight is phenomenal. <laughs> Another person who we talk about like is having the year of his life, Speedball. Yeah. Speedball wrestled. He did the, the Omega Osprey match with the doll in GCW. Yep. This dude's having a remarkable year. But this match, flying nut shots. <laughs> <laughs> Destination X is like the one thing that Impact has done for years. And I tell people, like, if you've always wanted to see, like, a nutso match that they own, it's that. Yep. Those Destination X matches are insane. And then um, John Grisham was in it, and Kushida wins. Yeah, which I was surprised by, but... Me too. Right. But cool. Oh, whatever. Listen, Kushida was a leaving WWE and NXT, like, good landing spot for Yeah, me. definitely. And then uh, Keller Kelly, Masha Samovich, I just love. Watch this line, I love them both as a tag team. Oh, winning the women's title. It's a little bit of hot potato with these women's titles. 
Yeah, but I'm but, cool with this one. Yeah. This Mush Slamovich is one of the best talents. <laughs> one of the best talents in Impact. And I am wildly distracted by this window. That's why I don't look out the window. And then I do uh, this all day. Team Canada defeats Bully Ray and Diener. Why is Bully Ray still wrestling? Yo, the Team Canada stuff was great, by the way. Like Eric Young coming back. It was funny. Sean Rossap reports Eric Young has left WWE. And I was like, he was there? I forgot. <laughs> I was like, if I didn't know about the report, I'd have no idea. Yep. Then he shows up and I'm like, ah, oh, this makes sense. Scott Demore doing some spots. Yep. Like, yo, this, this was a fun match. Yeah. It was a fun, goofy team. Like, dude, if you watch TNA, like I, TNA, it like Team Canada was so hated. <laughs> and Petey Williams, like the Canadian destroyer, destroyer originator. Yeah. That was one of the most protected finishing moves in pro wrestling. Now everybody fucking does it. Every single one. But yo, Dustin Rhodes. Petey Williams, oh my God. Like the team, I would have I would have popped if Petey Williams showed up. <laughs> and then Leo Rush. One minute. Yo, he nuked Saban. Ran through Chris Saban. Fine with me. Fine, perfectly fine with me. So now we get Leo Rush and Kushida. I'm okay, fine. Gonna I'm all for it. Great match there. And then boy Chris Bay dropped the title. Him and Ace Austin, they're such a good tag team. So when you look at what they were able to do, I was like, yo, I never really wanted to drop that. But now it's like, okay, they need to elevate. Yeah. Right? Like, they they should be singles guys. And they're going to be singles guys. So subculture, which is uh, Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, which were NXT. one of my favorite tag teams in NXT UK. They get here. Cool. I've liked them the entire time in NXT. They've been great. They were great. This is, I mean, the title switch doesn't bother me. Uh, Sammy Callahan brought it home. Yeah. You talk to Sammy. I play him in Madden next week. Sammy looked good with the ball head, baby. No, but this, this was another fun, fun match. But boy, ABC, there's, ooh. They're Austin so and Bay as a team, I know they, they probably get their singles run, but man, as a tag team, they never miss. No. Like, they. they and I'm, we're not saying this because Chris Bay is our guy. We've known him, like, for a while. But, right. my God, he doesn't miss. But now it's time. It might be. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them still tagging a little bit longer. Yeah, I guess they tag another promotion. But, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's time. There's, he's he's that guy. Both of them. Like, both and, him and Ace are, are great. And it's okay to the main title picture to bounce around the older yeah. guys and nostalgia. Nah. These two are your future. They got In it. whatever order. They you want it. them to chase that title. Yeah. These are your guys. And then Eddie Edwards, Frankie Kazarian. This shit was a long-ass match. Right. This Frank, best Frank Kazarian match I've seen five, eight I, years. I'm just going to keep it a buck. I came home from the Frank Martin fight and turned on Slammiversary and uh, what else I want? UFC. No, I watched. No, I wasn't watching that whole UFC card. I watched that ringside at the, yeah, yeah. At the fight. Um, G one. I started watching G one, and that match came on. I just started watching G one. <laughs> it was a good match. It wasn't bad. Like I looked at it, and I, and I kept looking at the clock, and I was like, "Yo, this is a long, long as hell. match. Long as hell." It was fine. I was just like, it was one of those matches. I was like, "It's happening." <laughs> All right, it's still happening. Cool. And then Trinity defeats Deanna Peraza. She signed to become champion. Of course. I mean, you're not going to put the title on Trinity, yeah. right? And She's a big deal. Yeah. And Deanna Perrazzo is one of the most underrated women's wrestlers in the world. Yep. Like, she's good. 
So Trinity getting the title off of her, I'm more concerned, not in a bad way. It's like, all right, how are the feuds going to stack up with Trinity moving forward? Because there's a part of me that immediately says, Trinity and Master Slamovich should be a fucking match. Oh, banger. So let's get to it. And that's why Trinity's here. She wants to do these kind of matches. So let's go. Let's do all these matches. Question. What the fuck is Jordan Grace? She, her contract finished. I know. So is there, is there a 90-day? Like, where oh, does she end up? Question. Does she end up in AEW? AEW? It feels like they could use her. Yeah, it seems like that's the most natural fit. But not ROH. No, no, she got to be on AEW proper. AEW. Like, she got to be on AEW dealing with Statlander. Yeah, she looks like a million bucks. I or mean, dealing with Britt Baker. I don't care. Like, she... She would be a great signing for the new iteration of NXT. Because they need people who are still somewhat established. I don't want her NXT. The women's division is so green there. Yeah, but I don't want they her. could use an establishment. I, I don't want her NXT. And she has the look. She does, but I don't want her NXT. I want her in AEW because I think she elevates that division. Whereas in NXT, I, I think she, it's not that she elevates it, but she kind of has to bring herself down to work with those, those girls because yeah. they're green. I think in AEW, like you can put a title on her and nobody's going to, like she could be Statlander immediately. Yeah. I mean, she could do the same in NXT and run through could, the but division. I don't think the, the prestige is the same level. Like if yeah. she were to be Statlander or, I mean, if she beat Tony Storm and became the AEW women's champion. No, yeah. And she has that look. Instant credibility. I, let's just go Jade versus Jordan Grace in a bodybuilding match. Like, flex yo, off. just flex all the muscles. <laughs> nah, not like uh, Raquel Rodriguez flexing. Ah, like don't legit, do like, don't flex off. Fucking awful. Not just back meat flexing. And then uh, Alex Shelley beats Nick Aldis, who is now a free. And then there's a report that WWE wanted to sign him as a producer. I know Nick Aldis, full disclosure. Why? You don't did, sign that man as a producer. Did we not learn... From moving L.A. Knight up, changing his name, and making him a manager. Dude. Nick Aldis is not young. But. He's only like 36, though. Is he? Yeah, he's not 40. He's like 38. Nah, I think he's 36. Oh, 36. Bro, bro. Right. years. You look at Nick Aldis. You look at him. You look at him like you looked at Drew Mack. Right. It's plug and play. The, the, this, this is a guy. Yes. You don't need to teach him shit. You just pull a string and let him go. That's it. You, if you had Nick Aldis come in and beat Austin Theory for the title, everybody would be like, all right, cool. Gotcha. Even if he came in and Nick Aldis feuds with Gunther. They're looking. This guy might win. Because he look, boy. He, he, you know what? I think he could do that. Nick Aldis, bringing him in as a producer, like that's so disrespectful Put to Aldis. that man in a fucking suit. Dude. You let him wear the suit, you put him on television. It, Give that man a faction. Oh, he just looks like that that real smug, yes. rich asshole. He like he has that the very regal. He does. And I'm not I'm I'm using this pun on purpose. Yes. You paired him with Regal when you can get Regal back on television, it's a wrap. Done. Easy. That, he's not a producer. He's a wrestler. He elevates a tag team who struggles. Dude, Nick Aldis. If you have a tag team, you're like, yo, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Immediately with like, him as a fact. Too much disrespect for Nick Aldis is one of those guys who I feel like sits at home many a nights and talks to his wife, Mickey James, and says, I don't know. Is it me? Why is this not working? And people like us go, we don't know why it's not working either because it's not you. No. So people are dropping the ball. You should be the guy there. Like, like the Dutch... 
you look Either and UK have Cody. all the makings <laughs> of a WWE superstar. He, he's a Cody Rose with an accent. And it doesn't. You are what they wanted Bad News Barrett to be. And that's no yes. disrespect to Wade Barrett, who's Big been fans. on commentary. And you are who they thought he was. Yep. And they gave him a good push for years. I got some bad news. News. And you're that guy. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like a UK Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, he's, he's got the whole package. Like, you never no. signed to be a producer, Nagaldis, if you're listening. No. You go somewhere. You're I'm still, gonna I'm gonna text you this, <laughs> bro. Don't you sign a WWE's no fucking producer, man. You're too good for that shit. Um, him losing to Shelly, fine. Cool. It's all is because we're getting Josh Alexander back, and you know he's gotta get that title. He's the man. Josh Alexander's one again. You want to talk about in ring? That motherfucker's good. Slammiversary is a good show. Don't miss. It. Like if you haven't watched it yet, I'm not gonna tell you get a legal stream. Figure it out. Yeah, and then last thing G1 has started. Yo. Before we get out of here. Eddie Edward, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's the man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, man. The belly out. Just beating the shit. Him and Shingo beating the shit out of each other. Did you see the thread on Twitter? No. Eddie Kingston is a sex symbol? Yes, I did. And the women are just like, yo, he's so sexy. And I was like, yo. It was like he just looked at me and I melted. Eddie Kingston got the riz? Yeah. <laughs> I so, love it. So... This iteration in G1, what has made it good is there's a 20-minute time limit on all the matches. We already had a draw on night one or two? Two. Two? And I think I'm on last night's show, which is the 19th, which is what I'm watching right now. Osprey lost to Taichi in a fucking great match. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, this dude Osprey can't miss. No. The loss is weird, though. Sure. Well, I get it. I, I, there's always someone who loses a lot early. Yeah, there's that. And, you know, and on commentary, they kind of played into it. Oh, he's had this war with Kenny Omega. He might be a little compromised. But the most beautiful thing about the tight, like, if you need a G1 match to watch, watch this one. Because I've never seen this in a match. Mm. Osprey's dominating. Completely dominating. Gets kicked in the head. Loses equilibrium. And can't do shit for the rest of the match. <laughs> This was like, I'm, why have we done this storyline in pro wrestling yet? So real. He couldn't get on the top rope. Yep. But he was so dominant early. It was one kick to the head that screwed him up. And he continued to try to be Will Ospreay, and he had to try to be on his ground game, and it didn't work. He lost Tai Chi. G1 is, is good. Uh, Clark Connor, uh, 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 Gabriel Kidd, just being mad all the time. Yep. And it cost him the first match, and he beat Hikaleo the other night. They, Mikey Nichols, I thought, killed somebody the other day. <laughs> like, like uh, and, you know, the Mighty Don't Kneel are my dudes. Yeah. I thought he killed somebody in this match, but that was dope. Um, I yeah, you mentioned. I mean, I need Tomatonga to get his goddamn beard back. Yeah, you losing to evil. Get the fucking beard yeah, back. Come on, man. But uh, Jeff Cobb versus Naito. That was great, too. Great match. Looking at that one. Uh Zexy were Jr., Tanahashi. Night two was fucking stacked. It's been good. Yeah, night three I missed, which is cool. I guess I'll go back and night three oh. is not great. Osprey Yoshihashi. It's, it's not great. It's no, not great. I might. Yeah, you can skip it. I don't know. This main event, Okada, El Fantasma. I gotta I, watch that. I, At I'm, least that. I'm match. almost there, but I'm like I'm almost through that night. Okay. And I'm like, that's eh, the one I missed. I saw yeah. night four. Um, so 
night four, I watched. So this is my second time watching the same block. I thought it'd be fine. This G one's gonna show me a lot. We're only through two, two rounds of each. I'm not sure if David Finlay is that guy, dude. I thought he would be. Yeah, I don't know. Is a the group chat was talking about it. There is a lot of pressure there. Too much. I, but other people had that same pressure. Yeah, but it's different, right? Like, all right, let's start with this. Jay White could have crumbled under that pressure. And he did at first. You remember, yeah. he, he didn't come in great. No. But here's the part about Jay White that makes him different from David Finley. Jay White still looked the part. Yes. Like, Jay White shows up with his fucking eight pack. <laughs> like, his smug look. As soon as they give him ghetto, ghettos. Yeah, off the like. Road. He looks, David Finley doesn't look the part. And he's surrounded himself with a bunch of guys in who look tremendous. He is the weak link right. in the looks department. And, and the but problem, that's a lot like Balor. Like, but, but see, that's Finn a, didn't look great, but, but he was around a bunch of monsters. But the problem is, is that, okay, fine. You're with all these monsters, supposed to be the muscle. Yeah, Prince but now, David was But like, now your in-ring has to take off. And his in-ring is like, ah. He, only two matches. Yeah, I'm in great. He ain't, he ain't hit that nah, stride man. yet. I, I like, like, Bullet Club, this version of Bullet Club, how they've got these angry guys in wrestlers. Yeah. Like, again, like, Gabriel, like they look great, Clark Hunt. They look great. But with Finley as their leader. It's what Bullet Club's supposed to be. Yeah, a bunch of uh, guys foreigners. Yeah. yeah, foreigners just whooping ass and being mad, right? Yeah. Like, I get it. But David, he's just, he hasn't figured that out yet. Like, Jay White would have been a better leader in this particular version of the Bullet Club. Yeah, I, I maintain, and he doesn't need it, but the club would have needed it. Osprey and what he was trying to do with his crew would have United been Kingdom. United Kingdom would have been the great variation of this Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah. adding the guys add now is Will Osprey as your leader would have you would have kept rolling. Well, yeah, if you would have did the Bullet Club, like if you would have, maybe this was visa issues or whatever. If you had done the Bullet Club with Will Osprey and Jeff Cobb, all right, fine, I'm good. Will Osprey, Jeff Cobb. Aussie Open. Yeah, I'm good. Throwing a couple of these big-ass dudes that are around. I don't need the United Kingdom. This would have been the Bullet Club. And I would have been like, that makes sense. Yep. Jeff Cobbler out here nuking everybody. That makes sense. Aussie Open having great tag matches, winning the 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 IWGP tag title. Cool. He would have been off and running. Yeah. But we'll see, man. I just, yeah, David Finley. It's worrying me. He he just, I'm not a body guy in pro wrestling, right? Like, but he, he just doesn't, you got all these monsters with you. everyone looked apart as but Styles came in with the resume. Yeah. And he still looked great. But, like, he came in with the resume. But, like, the ring work. Yeah. Like, Brian Danielson doesn't have a great body. No. Kenny looked different. Yeah. Kenny's body changed when he became the leader. Yeah. And he just filled out yeah. insanely well. Devitt was always small with a land of monsters. Rip. Rip little guy. Rip little guy. And he came out on someone's shoulders because he knew. Yes. That, like, yo, I'm tiny. So it's like, I need to look imposing. I'm coming out on the shoulders every time. There was everything built in. I just don't know what, what Finley's gimmick's going to be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm struggling to figure it out. Right now, I can't figure out who's going to win G1. Me either, because Tamatanga beats Ishii. Naito gets the win over Goto, which is cool. Um, Shingo loses a weird match, because I thought Shingo was going to win that. Uh, Shingo's a guy where you look, and I'd be like, Shingo could win this. Dude. You know, he's like, him and Ishii and Shibata are like, 
They're just guys who, in single especially, because he he can wrestle his ass off. Yeah. Every match he has with Osprey is a five star match. Every time. And they're different. Yep. But then if you want like some hot shit like you did with Kingston, where you're just beating the shit out of each other, you can do that. When he wrestled Ishii, you can do that. They gave him the IWGP title during the pandemic. And it was like, well, there's nobody here to really enjoy this. Yep. Then you saw like Sonata in the tournament as well. I don't know who's winning this shit. I just don't feel like Sonata's going to still have this title by the time we get to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and I feel like everyone's just one and one right now. So still so much yeah. uh, G1 to go. So much pro wrestling. Thank you guys for listening to us. We went from WWE to New Japan and every promotion in between. So next oh, real week. Quick, real quick, real quick, before you do talk about that. Street Profits running to Bobby Lashley outside in the limo. Listen. Are you okay with this? Or, or we do we need to have Shelton Benjamin and Cedric involved as well? No, disrespect to Shelton. Disrespect to Cedric. This is an upgrade in members. I mean, these two, personally, and I don't think they have this person. I would love a woman in this iteration. Just because I feel like the other crews have women, especially what we've seen with Rhea Ripley and it being able to We didn't even talk about elevate. the title. Oh, shit. We... <laughs> I was right. That's all you need to know. I was right. <laughs> dom Dom. <laughs> Undefeated in NXT, baby. He never needed that shit. The most beautiful thing is everybody in the Judgment Day has worked their way through NXT. Yep. Dom didn't. Went back, had one match. One, one match, one at a time. That's what I said. He doesn't. Oh, you guys wanted him to be in NXT? He's better in that shit. That's long-term storytelling. One match. Undefeated. Give him the belt. Uh, and he could drop that shit right away. I don't even care. He'd probably drop it the best. But here's my thing that I'm watching the Street Profits interact with Bobby Lashley. So my brain got to working, and I was like, you know what i like to see? Here's what i like to see. Let's reform the her business. Let's bring the Street Profits in. Let's hire a guy who's in another company right now to work this and make this a little bit more fun. Stokely Hathaway. Let's bring Stokely in to be the runner for MVP. But Stokely's so good. Yeah. That you bring him in as the runner for MVP and he's getting fed up with MVP shit and he starts building a separate faction from un, up underneath him. Because now you have... I feel like he could take them. Right. Well, you have the OGs, but then you have Stokely with the Street Profits. Yeah. And I don't know who else. Maybe Apollo you bring in and you build it. I know people be like, black on black crime. Stokely's I don't not care. being used correctly in AEW. Stokely... To be fair, he wasn't used correctly in NXT. I say, that, I say this because Stokely's on Ring of Honor. And I hate it for him because nobody can see what he's doing. But Stokely shows him on social media and tweets some shit and it goes viral. Every time. And everybody needs a good manager. And I think Stokely, if AEW's not going to use him right, let him go. And the WWE should bring him back, rebuild the Hurt Business, and have him be like the comedy character, but have it very similar to how The Rock and Farouk were, where you knew that he was that guy, but you had to build him up under a legend. MVP's a legend. Yeah. Stokely being like the runner, go get the coffee and do it. And Stokely just does all that shit in his black, hilarious ways, but builds like this monster faction. Maybe get Slashy away from him too. I don't know. But I was like, people were like, I want to see the Hurt Business back. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, we need, there's something missing. And it's Stokely. Yeah. I, I need two more wrestlers in this. I mean, because eventually, if you reform this with the Street Profits, as they are now. This is what the nation of domination was for The Rock. That's what, yeah. That's what Montez needs. He needs Tez this. Tez is The Rock. Lashley is Farouk. 
Exactly. You're reforming this only for one purpose, and that is to get Lashley the fuck out of here in a couple of months and Tez taking over the faction so, from Lashley, and this is boosting solo Tez. Could you imagine Stokely with Tez? Could you imagine? Because Stokely, yeah. Tez is great on his own. But could you imagine the breakoff, the whole, the master plan with Stokely yeah. and Tez the entire time? Yeah. I'm fantasy booking my ass off. Like, no, this but is- that's, that's what it needs to be, right? You got to get, you already dropped Shelton, right? You, you already dropped Cedric. And then you let MVP think he's building it for Lashley. Get MVP out of here. Get Lashley out of here. And then now you have the same faction, but all brand new. And I think that's, and they've shown the ability really well to build these factions lately in WWE to elevate people. Yep. Because the bloodline, first and foremost, tremendous. Elevated every member of that shit. But even you look at Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Finally, they started winning. Everyone's elevated. And then that looks like that's kind of the wheels are falling off a little bit, but slowly. So start building the next one. And even with Gunther and Imperium, that's worked great for Gunther. Yep. Kept all his people on TV. They don't win a lot, but they, they main evented with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn not too long ago. Yeah. So it. it's, it's building. So... I, I like what they're doing. There's little seats to everything. Dom Dom is champion. I predicted the damn thing. NXT, baby, did the right thing. People were flaming it on Twitter. And they were like, Shawn Michaels is just upset when he got the call from Connecticut. It's like, oh, by the way, Dom's coming down on Tuesday. Take the belt off your champ. <laughs> just, like, Shawn is pissed. I love it. I'm fine with This that. is what it needs. Uh, so that's going to really bring that title into the storyline. It's going to be great. So much wrestling to talk again next week. We appreciate you all, as always. We'll keep this short and sweet. Getting out of here. Thank you to everyone. Blue Wire Studios here at the Wind Resort in Las Vegas. For myself, the old man Andreas Hale. Follow us on social media. You guys stay safe. Be ready for this barrage of combat sports next week. We appreciate you all. Until then, we're out. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.